You know what's crazy? I'll tell you what's crazy. The DNA test. You mean I got a spit in this tube? I say, staring at the empty chemistry beaker in my hand. Spit in the tube, girlfriend responds. But it's kind of gross, I say, posing the plastic test tube to the underside of my lip. Everybody does it this way, she says, imploring me to spit, staring at me, strangely excited about this public display of expectoration. I was always told not to spit in public, so this is an odd moment, especially in front of my girlfriend. But it's for science and the quest for knowledge, so I decide to go for it. I feel my saliva glands swelling with excitement, pumping my DNA into my mouth, slathering my tongue with the juices that make me, well, me. Just do it, she says, like a scientific ad for Nike. I roll the spit around in my cheeks and hope that this is a good sample. As I poise my lips, ready to spit, I pray this is a good one. I don't want a truck stop glob or a wad of snot-filled phlegm to soil this sample. I don't want a sidewalk bomb that I'd spray in Brooklyn. I don't want a hack that I would crank from atop of my mower. I want an Olympic-style, gold medal-filled, solid sample that represents my lineage. I wanted to show who I am, what I am, where I'm from. I feel my mouth filling with spit. I'm suddenly concerned that I just brushed my teeth. Suddenly, a weird feeling goes through my mind. What if I have residue from Colgate in my mouth? What will my DNA show now? Will it be extraterrestrial with a big head? Will it be primordial ooze fish eyes bugging out? Am I a leper? A mutant? A nobleman or a pauper? Come on already, she says, extending the top of the test tube. I push the spit to my lips and watch it cascade into the beaker, soiling the pristine, clear glass with a viscous stew of DNA-rich spit. I'm shocked how quickly the tiny test tube fills up. Put the top on it, seal it, and that's it, she says. I screw the top on and look at the tube. It looks like warm spit in a plastic receptacle, but suddenly, in the confines of the beaker, it has a more definitive purpose. The key to my heritage, my ancestry, it's now somehow represented by this bubbly vial of liquid filth. That's it, she says. I'll mail it out tomorrow in this pouch. She puts the test tube in a pre-packaged pouch and she seals it. A month has passed. It's Saturday night. I'm three beers in, and that warm vial of DNA is a cobweb in my mind. I'm watching Saturday ESPN highlights of the British Open. Suddenly, girlfriend shouts, Your results are in. I look at her. I'm excited. I'm also scared. You want to know what you are? Do you want to know what you are? That's not something you hear every day. Do you want to know what you are? A dozen thoughts go through my head. Do you want to know what you are? Is that a derivative of I know you are, but what am I? Or you are what you think you are. The thought of what I am is certainly interesting. A million thoughts rush through my mind. I think about that night with a beaker to my lips. I wonder if the toothpaste sabotaged the sample. I wonder if my test tube got switched with Brad Pitt's or perhaps a Cocker Spaniel. I wonder if I'm from England, like my mom has always said. Oh, how jolly that would be. But I have such wonderful teeth. How can that even be, I wonder? How can that even be? Then I wonder, maybe I'm from Ireland. I do enjoy a good sip of whiskey, and I can sunburn with the best of them. I wonder if I'm Eastern European, like my dad has always said. I wonder if I have any African in me. 
I think I can dance. I've always had a thing or two for hippos, and I love the word Serengeti. Yes, I want to know what I am, I reply sheepishly. She smiles as she opens the email and reads it to me. I'm 99% European, she says. I'm 41% from Poland and Czechoslovakia. And Hungary, I'm 22% from Ireland. I'm 17% from England. I'm 5% from Western Europe. I'm apparently a little bit country and a lot of bit rock and roll. Am I surprised? Perhaps by the amount of Irish. My mother always told me that we were English. We're from Great Britain, she would say proudly, almost with a regal accent. What about Ireland, Mom? I'd ask. Not much Irish, she'd say, as if the Irish were a bunch of potato famine loons. Well, Mom, if this was the gong show of DNA results, you'd be gonged. Sorry, Mom, apparently we come from a long line of Western Irish potato famine refugees. And apparently 5% of my spit is from Germany and France and the genetic landfill of existence. And that leaves 15% of whatever. That's a lot of DNA to go unknown, but that's what they say. I guess my spit didn't have enough oomph. Perhaps that 15% is the primordial ooze. Perhaps that's the swamp gas or the bug-eyed bloodlines of miscreants. 15% of ancestry leaves a lot of unknowns. Interestingly, the results say I'm from Jewish descent in Eastern Europe, but it doesn't say I'm from Catholic or Protestant descent in Ireland and England. That sounds racist to me. I have no menorahs or dreidels in my house, yet I have a garbage bag stuffed with Christmas lights and three Christmas tree stands in my garage. Go figure. The Ancestry website immediately tells me that I have direct links to over 1,000 other people, most notably fourth and fifth cousins. I immediately find this prospect interesting. These are real people who emanate from the same genetic constellation as me. Perhaps Einstein had a one-night stand in a German brothel. Could I have a little E equals MC squared flowing through my blood? Doubtful. Maybe our ancestors date it, the girlfriend says laughing. She shows me her bloodlines. They have strong ties to Ireland. She's a potato famine girl, too. It's not impossible that her clan and my clan either fought or made love in the 1500s. That would make us kissing cousins of the fifth or sixth kind. Yuck, one of us says. Yuck is right. DNA, it's a messy business. There's no hiding from it. It starts with spit, and it ends up in the realization that I have no bloodlines connected to Kunta Kinte. I'm disappointed, but the ancestry is what it is. Perhaps this year I'll get a menorah and learn to eat gefilte fish. Perhaps I'll just buy a keg of Killian's Red and drink it till I go blind. Twice baked potatoes and grog, anyone? Remember, life's crazy.